0: Max, the one to watch for the best in entertainment, now has live sports with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on. Stream hundreds
1: of select live games from MLB,
0: That's gonna go. Go!
1: NBA, NHL, U.S. Soccer, and NCAA Men's Mark saw! It and it's all included for a limited time with any Max
0: subscription. He got it. After the promo period, add it for $9.99 a month. Base subscription required.
1: You are now listening to Femme Podcast with Tessa Markle and Carolina Alvarez. Mmm, Femme. Hey listeners, want to start your own podcast? Let us tell you our favorite tool. Anchor is the one-stop shop for all your podcasting needs. Here's why. Anchor lets you
2: record and edit your show right from your phone or computer. So no matter your setup, you can start creating right now.
1: Then, it distributes your show to the most popular listening platforms, like Apple and Spotify. Plus, it's the only place you can send video content to
2: Spotify. Creators can even earn money on Anchor with ads and subscriptions. Best of all, it's all free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.
1: Hey, fam, fam um, this is our last episode of the season. Like, did you guys oh realize that? It's 10 episodes in already of season nine. <laughs> like, <goalies> holy <laughs> shit, <in>, you guys. <laughs> anyway, um, before I introduce our guest, I do want to let you guys know that we're taking a short break before our next season. Very short, just a couple of weeks just to get our shit together. Um, but we have some really exciting guests coming up for next season as well. So we're going to start recording them oh, right yeah. away. So don't worry, you do not have to wait that long. (laughs) But today's guest is Morgan Galette, and she is a 15-year-old filmmaker, which when we saw that, we were so impressed because, you know, a lot of people were, like, making movies with their friends in the backyard, with their parents' camcorder or whatever at 15, which is even impressive to me. I mean, I would be like, Dad, videotape me! And that's, like, as far as I got, but, like... (laughs) She's making legitimate short films that are winning awards at festivals and music videos.
2: And she's working on her With first feature. With a whole team. Like she knows yeah. all the different, you know, roles. She knows exactly where she, I mean, she plays, she wears many hats as we all do in this industry. But she is co- so confident in where she wants to be and where she wants to have voice herself and it was blowing our minds about yep. how cool. Me and Tess are like, we want to hang out with her. <laughs> Morgan, we think you're so cool. <laughs> Morgan, you're so cool. Um,
1: but I know you guys, listeners, are going to enjoy this as much as we did. And I'm really excited for you to hear us chat with Morgan.
2: Yeah, so tune in and definitely miss us. So <laughs> we'll, get, we'll see you guys <laughs> real quick after the break. Bye. 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 You're about to be a sophomore.
0: It's a little Holy cold. Holy shit. Though. It's very cold here. Really? It's cold right now? Not right now, but like okay. most of the year it's freezing. Yeah,
1: we're both <laughs> from the East Coast. Like I'm from Southwestern Pennsylvania and I was just back there for two weeks and it was like the first week was freezing and rain and then the second week was like 90 degrees. <laughs> so I know that Midwest weather. Like <laughs>
2: up and down up and down yeah like there's times in Jersey where it's like 90 over there and I'm like it's only 60 here in LA but then Mm. yeah it'll be cold and raining for the next like (laughs) week or two so very unpredictable
0: yes very have
2: you been I I feel like you have been to LA have you
0: yes I have I actually lived out there for like three months for pilot season when I used to do acting
1: nice that's awesome wow that's so cool I love to hear whenever people like move just for something like that, like a season of auditions. Cause it's like, you haven't even necessarily booked anything, but you're willing to make that move and like commit to that, that a season of auditioning. I think that's so cool.
0: It was so fun. I, I got to go out there for three months and I took acting classes, singing, dancing classes, trying to be a triple threat. Yeah. Um, yes, girl. <laughs> yeah. It was Awesome.
2: That's so cool. I love that. So do you do all the like musicals and dramas? Because that's what I mean. Tessa, we're both musical theater kids in high school for sure.
0: I'm not as into theater, but I do take advanced theater at my school here. So that's fun. Nice. That's now, are you going to
1: school specifically for like theater, film, acting, anything like that? Or are you just taking the classes
0: to help you? For high school, I'm just taking the classes to help me. But I want to go to film school for college little nice. older.
1: Okay. Awesome. I awesome. never know. Cause there's so many like arts high schools and stuff too. Like I hear mm-hmm. people that are like, you know, yeah, I went to high school. How, no. How are you?
2: Where are you in the world?
0: I am in Fort Wayne, Indiana at the moment. Nice. <laughs> so yeah.
2: that And is that where you go to school? And
0: yes, I am about to be. Mm-hmm. I love USC or NYU or UCLA. One of those would probably be my top picks. Yes, That's
2: so exciting.
1: They're all such good schools too. And it's, they
0: give you such different
1: things. You know, if you come out here to LA, it's going to be so much more like film centric. If you go out to New York, it's going to be so much more, not even just theater centric, but like acting specifically, I feel like, but you're going to get everything no matter where you go. (laughs) That's just kind of, you know, what they like are known for. But yeah, that's great choices.
0: I'm so excited, honestly.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: I love, I love this. We You are officially like the youngest filmmaker we've talked and brought on the show. So it's just so exciting to like, you know, I think it takes us all back to where we first started and you being in the start of where most of us started dabbling around with film. Why don't you take us back to your personal beginnings of where what led you to um, being a filmmaker where you're making music videos, short films? Has there been a feature film yet in the... Here. I'm working on it. Working mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, we get it, girl. Yeah. <laughs> so are we. We haven't made our Where first year. Where you? <laughs> um, you? are 15? I'm 15, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yes, girl. Love it. I'm so here for it. So yeah, talk to us. What got you so excited Um, to learn about cinema and, and filmmaking?
0: So I think I started out acting when I was nine. And I went to LA, did pilot season, all that. And when I got back, I realized I was watching more behind the camera. And I thought that was really cool whenever I was acting on jobs. So knowing that I was like, why can't I do this? And I was young. I think I was 12 when I came out with my first short film. And um, so So I took people from previous projects I'd worked on since I was the actor. I'd call up a director for a film I worked on. I'd be like, hey, do you want to help me out with this? And because I was young, they were kind of willing to, like, let me slide a little bit with, like, rates and all of that. And so, I mean, you Smart. kind of have to play to it. And <laughs> yeah, of course. how I got my whole crew together, and I still work with a lot of those people that I used years back. And it's just so awesome. And I, now here I am today.
1: That's so cool. Because, you know, you hear a lot of people that, like, are doing a film now that, sure, they made movies with their friends, you know, on the, like, camcorder and stuff. But, like, you're really doing that like beyond you know you're not just doing it for fun like you have award-winning stuff out there which is really awesome and talk to us about that like what I know you've been in some festivals you've won some awards there like what was that like how was that whole process and what what have you got
0: (laughs) yeah so usually me and the producer talk about which film festivals we want to submit them to we submit them to all over the country even I think we won one in London which was pretty cool yeah. Yes. Um so I think we won 19 awards to this day throughout all of my films together. And we just kind of submit them and then they screen them and they let us know if we did it and it's been pretty lucky so far which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really excited. I
2: can imagine. Uh did you think you would like have that much reach? Like Did you, when you were first getting into it, see it like going? Um, Like, did you have your end goal there? Being like, yes, I want him to go across all these different platforms or were you just kind of taking it as you go? And like, what was your mindset, you know?
0: Ever since I was really little, I've had big goals. Like I remember our teacher in second grade made us fill out little forms like, oh, I want to be a ballerina, I want to do this. And I put, I want to be a casting director. And like- Everybody else yes. is like an astronaut and a dancer. And mine was casting director. And people were like, what's that? And yeah. I was like, it's hard to explain it to a group of younger kids. It's even at my age, still hard to explain it to people because they don't understand how big it actually is. And it's not like I'm doing it with my my iPhone, so.
2: Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's much bigger than that. Yeah. And I love that you already were so specific to mm-hmm. that. I think that's going to really lend you you know, the further you grow, go to college, that's really going to help you because um, and while you wear multiple hats, you know, I think that's what helps you. You said you realized being acting that you noticed you were watching a lot behind the scenes, which is what we always talk about on the show is like as an actor, it's so like helpful to know what's happening behind the camera and what's going on. It'll yeah. just make you, you know, a better performer. And I'm sure you know that.
0: Yeah, it you've definitely worked on does. It. I've noticed that it's a lot easier knowing what's happening behind the camera to help you perform in front of it as well. Mm -hmm. So then what
2: like excites you about casting specifically? Like why a casting director?
0: I am still experimenting um, and I like producing and I'm actually directing my first music video this summer. So I'm so excited about that. Um, But casting, I think it's really cool because I think you are able to kind of control the way the film goes through the actors and I think actors can make or break a movie there's some Mm. movies where you just see the actor and you're like wow they did an amazing job and I can't imagine anybody else in that role and I just make the
2: script come alive you know they are so important because yeah like sometimes I feel like if someone does a first read on a script and it's just not the right actor it's gonna make it almost feel like the writing isn't as strong. You know what I mean? And like, cause I'm, I'm writing a lot of it. And so I'm like, okay, but I have to like think like me and Tessa though, are really going to elevate everything in our performances and what we bring to it or, or the actors we bring on is going to like help amplify the story. So that's so important. I love that you said that. Yeah. Because
1: the actors are the only thing that the audience sees, you know, they don't see the behind the scenes of them being directed or what the original script was like and stuff. And that's like, I really think there should be a category for like best casting director in the Oscars. And I don't know why there isn't. And that's only on like smaller award shows that not everybody watches.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know,
1: but like, like you said, it makes or breaks it is, is not just the actor's performance, but the actors that are chosen from the get go, you know? So yeah, I think casting directors are one of the most important parts to a film for sure. Yeah,
0: definitely agree. Yeah. And so
1: besides casting, um, you've been doing directing, producing kind of a little bit of all of it, right? At
0: this I'm point. doing my first directing this summer, but I okay. have been the creative producer. I've been creating the actual films and music video concepts. Um, so I'm kind of just trying to experiment every little thing. So when I get to the point where I have to decide, I have experience and I, I know exactly what I want to do
1: because yeah, there's so smart. much cool
0: stuff you could do.
1: Absolutely. And I think that's really smart. You know, I mean, that's that's what we're doing, too. It's you kind of have to do everything in the beginning. But then then, yeah, you know what you want to do and you know how to talk to the other people in the other departments and delegate
2: better and be like a stronger director, you know, or a stronger creative, you know, in that sense, because you know how all the parts are flowing. Mm -hmm. That's really smart and exciting to hear. I love that you also just like understand the breakdowns of everything. You can tell, like, you know, the different departments and how they work, like, I yes at 15 I would have known shit (laughs) like I
0: I don't know it's been been a little tricky because I have to manage sports on the side and also school mm -hmm. so it is a lot easier during the summer because I can focus mainly on that and also hang out with friends too because I am a normal 15 year old um, yeah. And that's oh important. I
1: mean, at our age too, like I have to stop and remind myself, okay, you've got a full-time day job. You have a film production company, you have a podcast, you're an actor. You have to have a life too.
0: <laughs> it can be so kind of hard to have all of it.
2: Yeah. Well, talk to us about that because I feel like, I think, um, you know, Tess and I always say it too on the show is like, you know, we have full-time jobs and we run a production company and a podcast and, you know, it's, it's definitely the balance scale. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you always adjust it as to what is the main thing we need to like get going next or the next project or even for our own lives. Okay. Like one of us has to travel or just take some time to do you, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you do, you do you boo. Um, you know, that's important. So even, I think it's inspiring as someone who's, you know, in high school, like that's, Going to school is like a full-time job, so that can yeah. translate to anyone who is full-time in college right now, too, for the the older listeners. So what has what have been some tricks um, that you've been able to do for your own self to manage your time and get projects off the ground? Do you just kind of do little things throughout the year so that way and when it's summer break or you know you have some time, you then go full into production? Talk to us a little bit of your strategies there. I'd love to hear it.
0: So, usually during school years, I will um, do it a lot on the weekends, mostly. Um, I like to sleep in sometimes, but not always. Sometimes you got to get up and work, and that's fine. <laughs> so I'm also one that. of those people who will get um, random ideas in the middle of the night. So, like, at three in the morning, I'll just wake up and start typing something on my computer because I have an idea, and I just can't go to sleep until I, I get it down. <laughs> you write it down, girl. That's like I get it. stories, like... Get mm-hmm. on the screen. It's from little random ideas that kind of spiral. Yeah, so, because it's
2: like, yeah. where do ideas come from? They just they just happen, and you have to like take note of that. Yeah, yeah.
0: And so, also sometimes even in school, if I have a free period and I don't have to do anything, I'll just start writing on my computer, and all my friends will look over and they'll be like, Morgan, what are you writing? Is it like for <laughs> school? or something And I'm like, no, this is kind of like my little extra, my extra job on the side. everybody else is working at like um sporting stores and here I am right
2: (laughs) you are so cool (laughs) I just gotta say it Warren you are so cool
0: oh hello there I didn't see you come in I'm Shane O'Hare of the Geekscape Games podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape.network. Join myself, Derek Krennevelt, and a guest every fortnight as we discuss video game news, video game reviews, and dissections. That's Geekscape Games every two weeks on Geekscape.net.
2: But I think that's so important, you know, to stay creative, because the more you work on it, you know, that whole 10 year game that you're going to be a lot, you know, a lot more ahead of others. Yeah. And that's
1: the thing, it. too, is like, you know, I know a lot of even just simplifying it to the actor space, you know, a lot of people like myself came out to L.A. or New York or wherever they went, you know, not right after college. That was originally my goal. And then I wanted to save up a little more money first. So I got out here when I was 24 and I felt like I was already like too late, you know, <laughs> and it's not to say like I was too old to act or anything, but that I had started too late, that I didn't know what I was doing until I was 25, you know, which is still not it's that's not true, but that's how I felt. So sure. I think for you to start now to know what you're doing now to start doing the work now and like that's incredible. Like you're going to be miles ahead by the time you actually do, you know, move out after college to New York, LA, wherever it is that you end up going. So I think that's incredible. I'm jealous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys are pretty awesome too, though. You have a
2: good thing going. Oh, thanks, Thank you. girl. We try. We try. <laughs> I love it. No, it is. It is so cool. And I love that, you know, again, also just stay being a kid, though, because this is the time you get to do shit you couldn't do when you're 25. Let's just say (laughs) it. Like get in trouble, a little adventure, make friends, have your first kiss, do whatever, you know, it's so important. (laughs) Like, because those are the stories you get to then like, you know, form narratives for yourself and the work you want to do. Um, talk to us about that what kind of stories do you like to tell or produce
0: one thing about me is I love doing dramatic films I'm not a a huge fan of writing comedy personally I love watching Mm it but I'm ever since I was little, my mom would always have Lifetime on in the background. And so it kind of just <laughs> installed in my brain. that yeah. That's my thing. And so my film, even at the age of 13 that I produced is very dark and has a twist ending kind of like those movies do. Um, I think dark comedies are really cool. And I would love to do one of those in the future.
2: Mm-hmm, yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the comedy quite as much, but maybe one day I'll get more into that.
2: Yeah. I think I it's something that. that you can definitely grow into. I feel like I found myself going from just drama to dark comedy to now like even entertaining more comedy in like what I act in. But I still still feel like Tess and I are more like dark comedy people
1: (laughs) I mean that's my favorite genre that's what I love to watch the most that's what I love to create the most but you know as an actor I love doing it all but as a as a creative as far as like writing producing that sort of thing I also lean on the drama I love really weird dark stuff and I have since I was your age too you know so yeah I can relate to that totally
2: what Tessa what do you think is the weirdest film that you like
1: the weird. I mean, anything David Lynch. I most people are like, "What the hell are you watching?" And I'm like, uh, "It's you know, The Elephant Man," and this is what's happening, and blah blah blah. Can't you tell? Like, people are
2: like, "No, I don't know what any of this means." Duh. So. <laughs> what about you, Morgan? What are some of your favorite films?
0: Um, I think Kill Bill. It's a little, it. awesome, but it's very, it's very cool, and it's filmed very uniquely, and you just know it's a Tarantino film. Yeah.
2: That's what's awesome is finding your style like that. I think as a filmmaker, because, you know, when you're watching it on film, you know, it's a Tarantino film, like you said, like, you know, do you see yourself like finding those little elements that really, you know, hone into your style? I feel like that's so important, right?
0: Yeah, for sure. Also, one movie I loved, I loved Parasite. Have you guys seen it? Oh my God. Yes. It was so good.
2: It was such a... That's like a dark comedy, honestly. I was laughing yeah. up until the killing started. <laughs> <Like> I literally <laughs> was like laughing the whole time. Spoiler alert. But there's some there's some shit that goes down, y'all. Sorry, cursing. 15-year-old. Sorry, Morgan. <laughs> if your mom listens, sorry, Morgan's mom. Um, but <laughs> sorry, Sophia, my mom. She always gets mad at me on the show. She's like... <laughs> Karolina no cursing. She's Polish. Love you. Um but love we'll to start yes. like censoring it out, having a little like beep beep. <laughs> Just for Sophia. Yeah. <laughs> um no, but it's so true. Like I feel like that was such a great representation of of, you know, a social commentary. They found a comedic way to even, you know, lighten up those really dark moments mm-hmm. um cuz then you know those dark moments did hit you hard and you're like oh shit i feel so bad and yeah. then and then you know <laughs> it gets a <Yeah>. little bloody
0: <laughs> it changes like one second you're rooting for one side and then the next it's the other side and then nobody <laughs> yeah it, it's kind of yeah. it's odd but the best movies are a little odd
1: yeah i think they also did a really good job with like making it seem like it was just going to kind of be a slice of life film you know like which those films I personally love when it's like nothing really big happens in the plot but you're so invested in the characters that it's like Mm -hmm. there still are high stakes but it's not really like a traditional you know adventure story or whatever but then it turns out that 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 it does evolve to that you know it makes you think that it's one thing and then shifts to another yeah I love that
0: yeah
2: I feel like It being, um, knowing the director's work, I honestly thought that it was going to be just straight up slasher, like, like killer kind of slasher film. Um, I can't find the right words for it, but yeah, I, and so that's, that's actually what tricked me because I was so at ease in the beginning. I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of cute, kind of funny. I'm liking the little the little jokes they're making. And that was the twist for me. I was like, Oh shit, this gets dark. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. It kind of questions um who you should feel bad for mm-hmm. because in a way, like no one's really that like wrong or mm-hmm. right about something. So I think Morgan, you were kind of leading into that. It's kind of like, I don't know who I should really feel bad for because they all are kind of in a weird position or you kind of feel bad for one character and that's good writing or that that's that shows levels to a character Perfect. or a person you know that makes it really yeah. human um and yeah so i also love like minari that came out um i haven't watched let's that again. you got to you yeah morgan if you loved that this one isn't like horror but it's kind of that same vibe you find um, instead of it go, lending to more of like a horror, you feel it lends itself more to the drama that I think you would really like um, within a family. And I relate to it a lot as being first generation American. So it really like I found so many parallels to my my dysfunctional family moments. <laughs> so um, I just feel like it. Yeah, it really speaks true to that. So I think you both should watch it and listeners, too minari is such a good film um it'll make you cry <laughs> <laughs> but it also is so funny same way like yeah. there's so many comedic <laughs> moments in the dark ones so i think you guys would really like it a lot a of tangents on speak. movies i just think it's fun to like geek out with our <laughs> our listeners i mean our, yeah. our guests and listeners about what's what we like to watch and you know that's part of the show you know yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. But Morgan, I want to take it back to your stuff. Um, you said you've uh, kind of been working with people that you've worked with in the past on on your current projects. Mm-hmm. So is there anyone else your age? Or is it all just like people way older than you? Like, what's what's the, the vibe
0: there? It's mostly people way older than me, to be honest. My very first job it um, acting mm-hmm. was who I still use now for my producer and my director sometimes. So it just kind of shows how connections are everything. And you have to, you have to use them every step of the way. It's just helpful. Everybody helps each other in the business. And I think that's, what's so great about it.
1: Yeah. And I think that speaks volumes for you that it, you know, it was your first job and they already, they're like, this girl shows potential. Like, yeah, I'll work with her. You know,
0: (laughs) I, um, this, um, feature film I'm actually working on, I just got the legal rights to the story, but, It's crazy because my friend was just telling me about it on FaceTime, something that happened to her. And I was thinking in the back of my head, because I always have like a little film thing going off in here. Whenever you hear a good story, you're like, Mm -hmm. wait, can I make this interesting? So I was listening to of course, (laughs) and I was like, wait, this would actually be a really good idea. And so I asked her, could I make Mm -hmm. a film out of it? And she was like, yeah. So I now have the rights to it and I'm seeing if I want to pitch it or what I want to do with it next. But that's kind of what's happening in the background right now.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. So you have, can you, t- can you like um, describe what is, what does it mean to have the story rights? Because you don't have it written yet, right? Mm-hmm. It's just the idea. Yes. So did you have to go to like the copyright? How does, how does that work?
0: So I, I, have, I haven't
2: had to do something like that before. <laughs> so I'm curious.
0: <laughs> I have a lawyer for it and my mom helps me with this. She's kind of like my little momager too. yes Um,
2: mama Jer, shout out (laughs) love
0: that love you mom (laughs) but um basically uh we have a legal document written up and her legal guardian and heaven who is the girl um they sign it and also anybody else involved in the story which we had to get other signatures as well so
1: Mm. and did you use okay that makes sense did you use specifically an entertainment lawyer for that just curious yes we did yeah Okay, that's something I always like. I never know if you really need specifically an entertainment lawyer for things or, you know, I mean, there's certain things that it's obvious, like that only an entertainment lawyer is going to know how to write up certain contracts for certain things. But other things like that is is um, it's just kind of between two people and there's other people involved but it's really just asking like hey can I have the rights to your story which you know could be a literary thing as well it doesn't have to be specifically film um Mm -hmm. so yeah I'm always curious about where it needs to be specifically an entertainment lawyer versus someone that works in contracts in general and stuff so
2: yeah
0: it can be confusing when it gets to that part
2: (laughs) yeah for sure Yeah, but that's that's smart. Yeah, I think that's that's really because I feel like, yes, I've definitely had moments where I'm like, oh, I want to use that like or yeah, like or something that I had growing up, but um, I've always been nervous to like touch too much on it because yeah, then it's like other people stories with your like, because it's not just their story. It's also my story. But Mm -hmm. it's like, where do you it's probably safer always to drop that contract and get permission, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No,
2: that's so cool.
1: And then are you writing this by yourself or do you have a writing partner or?
0: I have not decided yet. We're thinking about pitching it. So I might have somebody write up a little blurb too. Mm -hmm. So we can do that. Or I might write it. I really don't know yet. We're going to kind of see how it goes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's a great thing to mention actually too, because we haven't really had a lot of guests on talk about pitching before having the script. Like that is an option that I think people sometimes forget about because like you said, you don't know if you want to write it yourself or if you want to have a writing partner. So if you can find someone to fund it, you know, from the beginning, that gives you options. Yeah, um, And I think that's something that we forget about. Like we think we have to have everything, you know, written and cast and prepared and and all of that to pitch to anyone. But that's not the case. Like, every yeah. film is different. There's so many different ways to do it.
0: It can be hard pitching also as a 15 year old, because it just doesn't seem legit. Like, mm-hmm. I'm working on it. I know how to use Final Draft, which is the website you use to make an actual script. Um, but also, I don't know every single technique for writing a full length movie script, I can do short films that can be edited by people I know.
2: But mm-hmm. I've not
0: yet have the skills to do a full length one on my own and that's okay because i'm still learning and i need help with that yeah hopefully and it's always good
2: to have a team behind you you know you'll feel stronger about your vision and and your work so i think that's really smart morgan like you know you know where you need some extra help and that's why you put together a team um and you said you've been working with these people since like the beginning which is amazing Cause I was going to say that I was one of the questions I was going to ask you, you kind of already answered was how did you find a team? Um, and like, who were they? And they are professionals that you've like gathered from your work. So that is so, that's honestly such a privilege that I don't think most 15 year olds get to, you know, get to to have, it's just, yeah, your, your colleagues from school that you just kind of want to, shoot stuff together with, with just fine for anyone who's listening. Cause I was going to say like, what's some advice you would give to other 15 year olds that are in your position that maybe don't have um, a the director network. that yeah. the network yet to like, what are ways they can maybe grow their network? Is there anything that you've seen or done to help you?
0: Honestly, anything you can do helps, whether it's on your camera or you're working on the school with it anything you can do to put yourself out there. DM people on Instagram. There's so many people I have reached out mm-hmm. to on Instagram and I never thought I would get a response and I just get a nice little response back and you never know what that will lead to. So just mm-hmm. reach out and you can't be afraid to brag about yourself also because if you don't nobody will. Yeah. So you kind of yes. everybody is very about um getting their stuff out there and you have to be as well.
1: Yes, that is so important. Like You know, humble is a a great personality trait, but like in the business, like you can't be humble. You have to be like, and that's not to say have a huge ego, but like you have to be willing to talk about yourself and to brag about your work and to be able to share, hey, I can do this and this and this. And, you know, maybe it's my first time doing this, but I'm a professional and to not be afraid to say that. And as far as Instagram goes, I mean, that's actually how we found out about you. Our friend Sockbox Studios recommended you. Oh, yeah, shout
2: out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Who was just, you know, a friend of ours that we met on Instagram. And he was like, hey, this girl, she's 15 and she's doing it all. Check her out. You know, and we were immediately impressed. So, yeah, like shouting out your own work and expressing, you know, your accomplishments. Obviously, other people notice,
0: (laughs) you know. Definitely. Yeah. The biggest way to get yourself out there. For sure. Yeah,
1: for sure. And one other thing I'd like to go back and touch on um, is how you were saying, you know, sometimes it's tough to pitch as a 15 year old. People are like, oh, she's just a kid or whatever. You know, I mean, we get that as grown women just because we're women (laughs) and we get that as, you know, first time filmmakers like we are working on our first feature right now. So people think like, oh, well, what else have you done? Well, we've actually done, you know, several shorts and a music video like we're not totally inexperienced in the business. We do know what we're talking about. We have taken the classes and the time to learn it. So talk to us a little bit about that struggle, because I think a lot of younger people are also going to be facing that. But then, you know, people our age, too, that are that are newer or a little more inexperienced. How do you get through that?
0: Um, Sometimes you can't, which is the brutal, honest truth. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I remember we were casting for my last dramatic short, which was called Switch. And I reached out to an agency and I was like, hey, we're we're paying for it and everything. Can you just send me some people that fit the description? And they were mm-hmm. like, sorry, we can't do that to anybody under 18, which is understandable. But still, it just kind of sucks because how am I supposed to get there if I can't? With Right. Oh. So that's right. Been a little bit of a struggle. Um, some film festivals also don't allow people my age to submit, which is okay, mm. but you know, it, it can be a struggle, um, but I am working on it and I just do my best. And there are some perks too. You do get lower rates because people think, oh, it's a cute little girl. You know, <laughs> what harm can she do to the world? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess that's the good thing about it, but um, there's there's both.
2: <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, when we're speaking to you, Morgan, honestly, like you have a great confident presence about what you've done and where you're at. And I think you know, it's it's not like an ego thing, but it's it's you really believe in yourself and and you're honest about where you're at. And I think that goes that will, you know, give you more opportunities as you continue to grow and just like mm-hmm. definitely keep doing what you're doing, girl, because it's working. And and I think, again, to what Tessa said, you know, we're how many no's do we have to hear anyways, you know? So it just doesn't matter at that point, right? It's like, we're going to find a way to get the film made. It doesn't matter who's going to say no at first, but we just got to keep asking and stay confident to our vision and what we're doing, right?
0: Mm-hmm. I've also definitely had to learn to have thick skin through yeah, acting yeah. when I first started and through all this directing and producing that I'm doing now. Um, it's just, you just have to have it. Otherwise you can't be in the business
2: Absolutely. It's, not, it's the <laughs> brutal truth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's and not. It's necessary. something you learn over
1: time. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's something you learn over time, too, I think. You know, uh, some people just take things more personally in general. That's just, you know, their personality. But I think that it's something that you you have to get used to, you know, no matter what you're doing in the business, you're going to hear so many no's. But every no is just a no right then and there. You know, that doesn't mean Everybody is going to say no to what you want. That doesn't mean even that same person won't later say yes when you present them with more, you know, with with air pitching or whatever. So, yeah, it's just every no is just a little step along the way. But that's not no, no should stop you. You know,
2: that's just a no for right then and there from that specific person. And it's okay if it hurts and if you need to cry about it. It's absolutely fine. I think we've talked about that with Sam Valentine. Shout out. Like, you know, there's been brutal auditions where you're like, fuck, like, I (laughs) wanted this. And it does suck. Or, or when Tessa and I had to cancel a shoot because of fucking weather problems. Like, we we cried. Are you kidding? We had to like do everything over again. And it can be so frustrating. So it's okay to have you know, to be emotional about it, if that's how you react, but just know, like you have to get through it. You know, that's, yeah. that's the endurance you start to build over time. So that's, it's, it's really telling to see that you've like managed to push through because you're at 15 and you're asking people that's crazy. And so cool. You know, I think, um, yeah, you never know. People are trusting, you see, you've mm-hmm. been able to get things and that's so cool. I love it.
0: The good thing is it doesn't hurt to ask no matter what, exactly. even if- you you emailed somebody, like, the biggest director in the world. It doesn't ever hurt to ask. Nothing bad will come out of it.
1: Totally. I mean, there's been stories of, like, you know, A-list actors that just read a script and they love it and they want to do it, like – uh, what was Bottle Rocket with Wes Anderson I think that was like his first one and Bill Murray just like read the script and loved it and like was willing to do it for super cheap because he wanted that specific part like it mm-hmm. happens you know <laughs> we, ne- we think it's never going to happen but it does yeah
2: so do you think you'll be at casting some bigger fish for this next feature
0: what are, I hope what's so what's your idea
2: oh. you hope so love
0: I, I really do casting is one part I really do like to stay involved in Right now, where I am, that's probably my main focus. Because mm-hmm. um, like I explained to you earlier, I think it's really awesome. Um, I'm trying directing, so we'll see how that goes. And if I like okay. it, I'll push more for that in the future. Um, I was the creative producer for my last music video, which was super fun. So we're just going to kind of see how it goes. We're just <laughs> going
2: to see. I love oh. it. Um, and when do you think you'll like start pre-production for that or any kind of thing? You're just taking it. Day by day at this point?
0: It's probably, I'm working on two music videos right now. One I'm oh, right. in the summer and one will be a little earlier, maybe October in the school year. Um, so this one will probably take quite a while to write. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So probably next year sometime is when we'll start filming that.
2: Exciting. Nice. And where yeah. can people see all the work you've been doing?
0: At my website, which is just myname.com. Or um, you can follow me on Instagram too, morgangalette underscore official.
1: Yes. And, and uh, follow um, her. I, check uh, her out, people. Like, you are going to be impressed when you go onto her website and you're like, she's done so much. Like, that's literally what I did. I was like, oh, my God.
2: <laughs> I know. That's why I was like, yes, we're absolutely asking this girl. And so, yeah, thanks, Morgan, for, you know, I know you weren't a listener yet at the time, but that you, you hopped on in and join the community.
0: No, thank um, you guys for having me. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> yeah,
2: I want you casting for our film soon. <laughs>
0: oh, I will, I will, I promise. you'll let me.
2: <laughs> that's so amazing. Is there anything you would wanna give advice to the young women out there who are tuning in? I just think it's so cool. We always wanna uplift our, and support the women in the industry. And that's also why we were like, absolutely have Morgan on. Um, you know, is there something, you know, the confidence that you've built that like a tip or something?
0: I would just say to be confident in what you know you can do when no matter if you're a girl or a boy or how you identify or any of that, you can do it and to not let that stop you because there are people who are going to hurt you, but you are incredible and you can do it no matter what. Yes, (laughs) I love
1: that.
2: You're yes, so work. I, <laughs> I know. I'm like Morgan.
0: No,
1: I love that. That's you really, so cool. really good
2: advice. Seriously, thank yeah. you so
1: much. Absolutely. Yeah, you're
2: welcome. Have an amazing rest of your day.
1: Thanks for listening to FemRegard Podcast. If you like what you hear, tune in every Friday for more tips on the filmmaking business and insightful conversations with industry professionals.
2: We can only grow with your support, so please subscribe, share, rate, and review. You can also join the Fem Fam on Patreon. For more on us, check us out at FemRegard.com. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.